What's up, everyone? Welcome to the Ablaze Youth Podcast. We hope you enjoyed today's message. Be sure to follow us on all social media platforms at We Are Ablaze. Tonight, at the kicking off of what I feel like is going to be kind of a movement happening here at Ablaze, I'm going to start talking a little bit how to get us in that place of praise. I realize tonight, maybe you're not quite there. Maybe you're not quite ready to praise God, but I believe and I know that very soon, God is gonna make himself upon you and you will want to praise. He's gonna make himself known to you. He's gonna reveal why you should praise him and why you should want to praise him, amen? Because he's a good God. He's a good God. He's a wonderful God. He's an amazing God and he loves you and he cares for you. Man, guys, is God not good? Is God not good? Do you believe it though? That's right. Okay. All right. That's right. We're going to get there. It's fine. I understand. This is weird. There's like 12 of us tonight, but that's all right. We can be loud. We can be loud. It's okay. It's all right to speak up, but all right, we're going to get into it. We're going to go for it. Over here in the book of Luke chapter 17, verses 11 through 19 out of the ESV, it says, while Jesus was on his way to Jerusalem, wow, I said that word really weird, Jerusalem. He was on his way to Jerusalem. He was passing between Samaria and Galilee. As he entered into one of the villages, he was met by 10 lepers. They stood at a distance and raised their voices shouting, Jesus, master, have mercy on us. Verse 14, when Jesus saw them, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they were on their way, they were cleansed. When one of them saw that he was healed, he came back praising God in a loud voice. He fell face down at Jesus' feet in thanksgiving to him. And he was a Samaritan. In verse 17, it says, we're not all 10 cleansed, Jesus asked. Where there are the other nine? Was no one found except this foreigner to return and give glory to God? Then Jesus said to him, rise and go, your faith has made you well. Let's bow our heads, let's pray, let's get ready for this. All right, Father God, we thank you so much for this word that you have for us tonight. We thank you, Lord, for this year of praise here at Ablaze. Lord, I pray that right now, this word that we have for tonight is gonna help impart some vision, impart some direction on what it's gonna be like to be a better praiser in this time, Father God. Help us, equip us, and show us why it's important to praise you and how we can get to that place. In Jesus' name we pray, amen. Do I got any sports fans in the room? Sports people, no? There's, I feel like there's a lot, you guys are a bunch of liars in here. That, like, you, you guys are like playing sports, you're not even raising your hands right now. How many of you would say that you're like sports fanatics? Like you're hardcore, like when you're at the game, you got the face paint on, you're decked out like head to toe. Like when it's Alabama day, you got crimson all the way down, even underwear. Like you're all about, like if you're not wearing the underwear you wore at the last game, you're like, they might lose, you know? Like you're all about it. Like when you're in the stands, you're like, ah! oh my gosh! You know, like you're one of those people. Is that any of you? Raina, are you a crowd, a crowd, a crowd player? You're one of those. You're a cheer leader for the people. I like that. I respect that. I am not one of those people. <laughs> I'm not one of those people that really get involved in that type of thing. I'm not really one of, truth be told, side note, <laughs> I used to be the Liberty Lion at Liberty Middle School. I was the Liberty Lion. I was the worst Liberty Lion because I did not care if the team won or lost. I was just the lion that was just out there at the basketball game that was just like, we gonna go home yet or what's gonna happen? I was the worst. The, the mascot's supposed to hype up the people and I was just like, it's so hot in here. 
can we go home? Like I was that guy. So I apologize that I cannot relate, but my wife, gosh, it's like almost embarrassing to sit next to her sometimes because we'll be at the games at Bob Jones. You know, she's a teacher and she's screaming at the top of her lungs and we're like 200 feet away from these kids and she's like, Demarcus Brown, throw that ball hard, buddy. And I'm just like, he can't hear you. You're 200 feet away from him. She's like, he needs me right now. He needs my praise. He needs my excitement from the stand. He's gonna, if I don't do this, he won't make the shot. And I'm just like, okay, whatever. You know, some people are like that. And I get it. You're all into it and you're ready to go. You were there to watch the team succeed, are you not? So I have a couple examples of some pretty extreme circumstances of what people are like at these situations. Some, one of them is like a, uh, a soccer game, one of them is like a, a concert, and one of them is just like, they're stoked to be at the movie. So I just want to let you see what it looks like. If you're not one of those people, I just want you to get a good insight as to what that might look like if you were one of those people. If you could play the clip, Nick. I guess I didn't tell you this was happening. Surprise. Leonardo. With the four double score. Leonardo. This guy's shirtless, so avert your eyes if you're going to be weird about it. Yeah, if you haven't seen uh, Endgame, sorry. Someone's pirating this moment right now. They are in the theater with their phone. Okay, so our reason I showed you these things is because there's a wide variety of people reacting in certain situations. That second clip, by the way, that was my life. That's what I used to be in. When I was in my metal band, that was what we did. We were all about that lifestyle. So I, I was like, I had to show a longer clip of that one because that was me. I had to like show you where I came from. But anyway, so even in that third clip, at a Marvel movie in the middle of the theaters, there are people standing up, cheering. One guy was jumping. And then that one girl that was behind the camera was like, whoop, whoop. Like, I'm just like, what is happening right now? Like, people are going crazy at a football game, at a concert, in a movie theater, and they're acting a fool in front of everybody because they don't care what everybody else thinks. And the reason that they act this way at the game, at the concert, at the movies, is most likely because there's a very special place in their heart for these activities or these pastimes, these leisurely things. It's something that is very home to them, something very impactful to them, whether they have good memories 
of when they were growing up or maybe they got some good friendships out of it. There was something that, that was given to them, imparted to them that changed the way that they lived their life. I know that seems a little bit extreme about a Marvel movie, but some people, Nomad, are so impacted by Marvel movies that they live their life in such a way that just oozes Marvel comics. If you give Nomad the time of day, he will let you know everything about it. But what is that? Why can people be so excited about that? And then maybe we come into church and we're just kind of like, <laughs> this is weird. <laughs> We've got to develop a passion for God in the same way that we have a passion for other things in life. We've got to get to a place that we are so in love with Jesus that we are willing to stand up and raise our hands, that we're willing to praise God, that we're willing to jump up and down and do something that doesn't seem normal. <laughs> because of what he's done for us. Jesus has encountered us in such a way that should radically change the way that we interact with him. If we take it back over to the reason why they were like that, it's because they had passion. What is passion? Passion simply just means a strong and barely controllable emotion, a state or outburst of strong emotion. Passion brings forth a demonstration. God desires passion from you, a genuine passion, but in order to obtain passion, we must truly get grasp what God has done for us. The Samaritan in the story that we just read, it said, Jesus told them, he said over in verse 14, he said, go show yourselves to the priest. And as they were on their way, they were cleansed. Not just the Samaritan, it says they, all of them, all 10 of them were cleansed. But then one of them, saw that he was healed and he came back praising God in a loud voice. Only one of them turned around. And it's noted here that he was a Samaritan because it's very specific on purpose because all those dudes, all those Jews, they grew up in Jewish culture. They grew up in a Jewish lifestyle to where if you had leprosy, the only way to get rid of your leprosy or be deemed clear of leprosy is that you had to go to a priest just like Jesus told them to do. So they were doing what Jesus told them to do. But on the way there, the Samaritan was like, yo, I don't, I don't know these Jewish customs. I don't care about these Jewish customs. I'm cleansed now. I'm already cleansed. I don't need some dude to tell me I'm cleansed. I know I'm cleansed. I'm going back to Jesus and I'm telling him now. So he went up to Jesus and he's like, dude, thank you so much. I'm free. Yes, I don't have to stand on the back of there and just beg for money all day. I've been cleansed, bro. We don't have to wait for a man to tell us it's all right to, to feel a sense of freedom anymore. We don't have to wait for someone on the news to tell us it's okay to feel free and feel safe anymore because Jesus says, you're already safe. I don't think you guys are getting it. <laughs> Over in Colossians 3.15, it says, let the peace of Christ that only comes from Christ, rule in your hearts. 
For as members of the body are called to live in this peace and always be thankful. The peace of God should rule our hearts. The opinions of man do not rule our hearts. The opinions of man do not determine if we walk in health and wholeness. The opinions of man do not determine if we walk in prosperity. We walk in security. We walk in provision. We walk in health. We walk in in goodness because Jesus said so. That's enough to jump up and down right there. But maybe you're saying like, I don't really know if maybe like he has done that for me yet. But if you guys don't realize that we just had a crazy 2020 and a crazy 2021, they were kind of the same year morphed into one. <laughs> but what did God do in this year for you? I'm telling you, this is what he's did for, done for you right now. God, if he hasn't already brought you through it, he's bringing you through it right now. He's bringing you through worries and anxieties He's bringing you through loss and heartbreak. He's bringing you through racial and social injustices. He's bringing you through a pandemic and he's bringing you through political chaos and more. God has already done it. We just have to get to the place where we're ready to receive it and not wait for someone else to tell us about it. Do you understand? Jesus says this is us now. And we choose to accept it or not. Over in Romans 8, 28, it says that we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those that love God and are called according to his purpose. We're so quick to say that verse all the time. We're like, God works everything for our good. But it says for those that love God. What happens when you're in love? Love, it, it brings forth trust. In love, there's trust. And in love, I hope there's passion. <laughs> there's desire. There's fervency. There's urgency. You know, when you're in love, I mean, how many of you guys have ever been in love before? You know what I mean? Like, you ever, or at least maybe you thought you've been in love. You know, you're, you've, been, like, you've had the tingly jingly. You're like, hey, girl, what's up, man? You know, hey, I, how you doing? I'm doing good. Yeah, let's hang out sometime. Can't wait to see you after class in the hall. It's been too long. It's been 20 minutes. I miss you so much. It happens. I know. I've been there. I understand. It was a long time ago. I haven't been on a date since, oh my gosh, I haven't been on a date since I was like 19, 31 now. Been with the same lady for a long time. So just to let you guys know. Anyway, so, but the passion is still there. The love is still there. We're on fire. You know what I mean? That's what I'm trying to tell you is that there is love and there's excitement. When you, when you have that, you have a passion and you, you want to do things that seem crazy. Do you not? Right? Girl, I can't afford to buy, you, buy, buy for your Sonic right now, but I'm going to do it anyway because I love you. <laughs> Hebrews 13.5 out of ESV, it says, let us continually offer up a sacrifice of praise to God. That is that the fruit of our lips acknowledge his name. In Psalms 106.1, it says, praise the Lord, give thanks to the Lord for he is good and his faithful love endures forever. This is a creator that has sent his son to say, I know it's hard. I know it's bad out there. And I know you've messed up and I know you've fallen on hard times, but that doesn't change my love for you. The past couple years have been a crap show <laughs> for lack of better words, for a lot of reasons, but God is bringing us through it all. God wants you to praise for the things that he's done for you 
Because not, not because he needs the praise, because he wants you to know that through your praise in him, you're saying, God, I trust you. God, I believe in you. God, I love you. God, I know you're gonna get me through it and your faithful love endures in all things. He's so good, guys. He's so amazing. 1 Corinthians 15, 57 says, thank God he gives us victory over sin and death through our Lord Jesus Christ. It can look like death on either side of it, but it says in the word that he leads us through the valley of the shadow of death. It never says that we get fallen off in the shadow of death or that we overcome by or overcome by the shadow of death. No, we walk through it because we have victory in him. There is no sting with the darkness anymore because we have victory in him. We have to come in this room with a victory mindset. We have to leave these four walls with a victory mindset. We're not just meant to praise God in here. I want you to, we want you here. We would love for you to, because when you come in here with that victory mindset and you're excited, ready to praise God, and you're like, yes, Jesus, let's do this. It inspires other people to jump onto that. Cause maybe there's some people in this room that are like, I don't know how to get there yet. I don't know what I'm doing. I don't know how, to. but when you're in that place, when you're in that, that, that room of the Marvel movie and everyone around you is like, yes, Captain America, you're just like, yeah, Captain America, you're doing it. Like he gives you something on the inside of you. You're like, yes, Cap, get million and knock him in the face. You're like, go, buddy. Like it's infectious, is it not? We got to get to that place for ourselves and for our brothers and sisters in Christ. We got to learn to praise him through the dark times and in the good times. Because either way we have victory. Amen. So this is my challenge to you guys for this next week. And we're going to ask you about it next week. Robert, we're making a challenge this week. We're going to ask you about it. In Psalms 118, 24, it says, this is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. Every day when you wake up, it doesn't have to be when you wake up, but at some point during your day, I want you to recognize and realize God has made this day for me. And thank him. It can be big, it can be small, but you gotta start somewhere. You gotta start being grateful that God has brought you through to this day. So what are you gonna do with it? And praise him for it, amen? This is the year, 2022. Things are gonna start changing around here. This is positivity overload that's about to happen up in this place. There's no more doom and gloom in this room. Ooh, I like that. There is no more doom and gloom allowed here. If you're sad, we're gonna make you glad. I'm just gonna keep rhyming until you guys tell me I'm over time. <laughs> Daniel, you can call me for your next album. <laughs> guys, seriously, it's time. We're gonna start praising him, amen? I want you guys to bow your heads in prayer. All right, let's do this. Father God, thank you so much for every single person in this room tonight. I thank you for everything that you've done for us, Lord. I thank you for the love of God that is you so much, Lord, that, that, that you cared about us so much that you're taking the time out of every single thing that you've got going on in this universe to tell us how much you love us by sending your son to die for us. 
that every single day your hand of protection is on our life, that you're leading us into victory in every single battle, Lord. God, I thank you for every single ear that's willing to hear in this room tonight. I pray that you fill them to the brim with reasons to how good you are in their life. So much so that they start to understand that there is a great God that loves them so. That they begin to understand that you are worth trusting, that you are worth loving, that you are worth praising. And that you can give them confidence that you'll always lead them through. It's just like in that scripture with the, with the leper God, like we're at the very end, Jesus said, it was your faith that made you well. God, by faith right now, we grab a hold of every victory that we need in our life. We don't need any outside opinion. We don't need anyone else to tell us that it's okay now or, or that, that we're healed or whatever. It's, it's your word. Your word is the only word that we need. By faith right now, we are well in all areas. Every single person in this room, under the sound of my voice, is well because of you. Only victory. Only victory for us. In Jesus' name. We hope you enjoyed today's message. We want to remind you, if you'd like to join us in person, we meet every Wednesday night at 7 p.m. here in Madison, Alabama. We are Ablaze Youth Ministries, grades 6 through 12. We hope to see you. Otherwise, be sure to keep on listening to the podcast. Thank you.